Sunday morning, this was probably a bunch of boys who's gone out the night before and had God knows how many drinks they've had to drink. Mm. They were all in the, like this like massive youth pickup truck. They're driving past me. Like I was walking, I was walking to the shops and they're driving past. And there's about five of them and there's at least three voices who see me like this at the same time all yell out, black dog, black dog, get the fuck out, sort of thing. They yell that. And again, I was 15 and I was just thinking, you know, at that time, obviously, I wasn't, I'm not as, you know, enlightened as I mm. am now. I was just very confused. Mm. Walking to the shops at 15 thinking, why are they saying, saying that? Why am I being referred to yeah. as a dog? Why am I getting, getting told to get the fucking... What is up, guys? Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Bias Reality Podcast. This is season two, first episode. It's your host, Orwell. It's Eddie back again. And today we have with us two very important people. To be honest, they're not really that important. But um, yeah, we've got Promise. Hello. You guys, How yeah, you doing? You guys probably remember him from... <laughs> Last season. It's national <laughs> students in that. Yeah, you know, educating you. <laughs> we also have someone making their debut. Introduce yourself. My name's Esther. Okay. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Tell us, who are you? What do you do? <laughs> Big yourself up. Um, what do I do? Um, I work in the law. That's what I do. She works um, in the I've law. I've also got a side business. Go check it out. <laughs> What's it called? How do we uh, find Shady it? Shady by EA. That's S-H-A-D-I-E. By EA. Look us up on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, awesome, awesome, awesome. Anyways, guys, um, as I said in the previous um, episode, so the one that released two weeks ago, this time around, we're trying to do something where every week, every month, we have a new theme. And, you know, that way we can go into these topics that um, are pretty broad and just dissect those and be able to talk more in depth about them. This month, we're talking about racism. And let's be honest, that's always a very interesting dicey. topic. Yeah, I just sigh when very, I hear that word. <laughs> very, very dicey. Like, at some stage, you just go, I'm tired I'm of hearing yeah, exactly. yeah. This is just... When you messaged me, I was like, oh, uh, God. <laughs> like, let's, yeah. let's move on. It took her 24 hours to get back to me. She was like, let me get back to you tomorrow. I think about her routine. <laughs> it's just something that keeps coming up, really. So. Yeah, it's, exo- it's an... It's important, but it's also annoying. It's very important, but like, you know, you you require conversations to sort of... And it's one of those things where you just feel like you're still repeating yourself, even though it's 2020. Like, come on, how many years? Change already. You think people get the point, but they just (laughs) never do. Never. But there are some things people don't know that we have to help them understand. And that's what we're here for. Mm -hmm. Exactly, bro. Doing the Lord's work. (laughs) (laughs) The Lord's way. Amen. <laughs> uh, anyways, diving into this beautiful topic, let's start with, you know, obviously, the most important part of this, which is what, what exactly is racism? Because like, I feel like a lot of people, a lot of different people, if you, depending on who you talk to, you get different definitions, depending on, you know, who you're talking to, like where they're from and stuff like that. And you're just like, but at the end of the day, the pinnacle is always, you know, discrimination based on race. So what is racism to you guys? To me, to me, racism is just um, 
harboring the thoughts and the idea that you are some way in, in like you're some way better than other people because you're a certain skin color and they're a certain skin color. Yeah. I think I, I like to keep racism very simple, like plain and simple. I don't like diving into, you know, what country they're from or like I I, I do. For me, racism is purely based on the complexion, and I think when someone decides that for no reason other than the color of a person's skin, they're either better than them or they're a certain type of way, you know, passing judgments based on what, you know, a person looks like, I think that's racism. I think that's the easiest way to break it down. Mm. I think racism, I think racism just like sexism is something that without someone even speaking to you, they're able to figure out that, you know, whether or not you, you have a certain perspective about them. Because when someone, when you see someone, you're able to tell what color of skin they are. And even before talking to that person, you can pass your judgment. And if that judgment is solely based on what you see, based on, like, you know, based on their complexion, that's a level of racism. And obviously there's a broader you know, definition of it. But for me, that's, in simple terms, that's just what I think it is. Being a certain way to certain people because you're different, they're different to you. Oh, I can give you the broad definition. Okay. Because like I said, I work in the law, so I like to look things up and <laughs> find out what the actual meaning of a word is. Yeah. Um, so I think you definitely touched on it in terms of people um, who are who, people who are racist believe that because of their race, they're superior to another race, right? Yeah. So, but the de- dictionary definition of racism is prejudice, discrimination or antagonism directed against someone of a different race based on the belief that one's own race is superior. Yeah. So, like, you've got those three keywords there, like prejudice, discrimination, or antagonism. So, like, negative reaction or negative um, actions perpetuate, uh, perpetrated against one another person because you think, because I'm Caucasian or because I'm, um, you know, in the, come from the Asia, Asia region, that I am better than this person or, you know. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. so that's, that's my definition. Which is a dictionary definition. Yeah. So you're just plagiarizing. <laughs> yeah. Not, right. No, not plagiarism. It's not plagiarism. I've told you where I got it from. <laughs> so to references. Yeah. I gave, I gave credit to whoever. <laughs> the dictionary. Webster's Dictionary or whatever. <laughs> All right. They'll put it in Harvard format. Yeah. <laughs> I think just adding to what they've said, I mean, she's basically given the whole definition of racism. Mm. So what else do I have to add to that? But I think it also extends to, I think most of the time it starts with color. Um, but it extends with a lot of different things like way of life, like language. Um, they pick up little things accent. that accent yeah. that they then assume to be general to, you know, certain races and yeah, feel like, oh, we're superior to these people because mm. our way of doing or speaking is better than this way. These guys are speaking. No, our way of doing things is better than this people's way of doing things. So it's just discrimination based on a whole lot of factors. But keeping it simple, it does start most of the times with color. That's mm. where we actually see it prevailing. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's actually interesting, especially that whole thing you said about um accents. Because I remember talking to an American one time, yeah, and this person was convinced that they don't have an accent. And <laughs> I'm like, but you're speaking. <laughs> Good luck. Like you're opening your mouth and you speak and you sound a certain way. So what do you mean you don't have an accent? I was like, everybody has an accent. Everyone has an accent. <laughs> yeah, we do, I think the one with accents is is, is one of the is one of the easiest way mm. yeah. to to like it, it's it's one of the easiest way to pay someone out. It's also one of the easiest way to be racist because mm. think about it. That's the, one of the easiest ways to get to a foreigner 
try to mimic the way they sound. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's sometimes, you know, like, you know, depending on where it's coming from, sometimes it's genuinely funny. Sometimes it's mean to, you know, to, exactly. to, to, diminish, you, to, to yeah. diminish someone's um, persona. And, and I think that's where, especially that's where that class superiority comes in mm. because there is this thing where, like, I've, you would never see anyone making fun of an English accent or an Australian accent or an American accent mm. because by default, you know, we are That's expected, what's generally accepted. Yeah, that's yes. what we are yeah. expected to accept. You even go on, you know, you try to type some words on your phone or on the computer, they ask you, do you want Australian English or American English or the UK or English? Because <laughs> those are the ones that the world should accept. I mean, <laughs> You know, need some Nigerian English on the keyboards, <laughs> man. Come on. Google. So, so that's that, and that's the thing. Like you know, it's very like you know, even Microsoft they recognizes that Americans spell certain things with a Z. It's mm. a Westernized it, yeah, way of thinking. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it, it, a person's accent is very you know easy to to use. You know, to 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 diminish them, and that's where mm. the whole you know. I'm a certain color and I sound a certain way comes in, so I'm I'm better than you. Mm. Like, and it then draws into the whole idea of, you know, a person's ability to speak English a certain way determines how intelligent they are. So that yes. again, that's that classism that comes into it. Mm. He, he sounds okay. He, he's this color, but he, he sounds like us, so he's okay. Yep. You see, and that's you know, start getting put into different exactly. Boxes. Like, exactly. Like you know, Is myself, like even. You? I've lost count of how, uh, of how many times people have come to me and, and in their mind like they think it's a they're, compliment they're paying me a compliment yeah. oh you, you speak really good English yep. and I'm like if I was white you would not say that yeah. but because it's expected that if you're a certain color you're not supposed to sound a certain way mm. yeah then you know when you do sound a certain way they go oh this one might be one of us so oh like you know you, you're doing very well because you sound like us yeah and genuinely in most cases they're not trying to demean you they, they think they're paying you a compliment but in your mind, you're always going, what the how hell? is that yeah. a nice... Especially yeah. considering, as Nigerians, English is our official language. Yeah. Like, on the, the shock on people's literally. faces whenever when I say that them, English yeah. is yeah. the official language. Yeah. Great like, Britain came, what do you mean? colonized us, and forced <laughs> English on us. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so of course we can speak English. So, yes, English is my first language. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I just want to play devil's advocate a little bit because we've talked about the definition of racism, right? But, and the example that you've just uh, given promise, is that racism or is that just ignorance? See, and at see, what point, and at what point does ignorance become racism? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I yeah. think we're, uh, a lot, a lot of people are very quick to cry racism, which is oh, why yes, I always definitely. refer to the yep. definition. And yeah. also that key point that it's based on the belief that, your race is superior to another. Because yeah. in some cases, people are just ignorant, right? Yeah. Because all they see is World Vision ads of like poor, <laughs> you know, coloured people don't in the streets on those, that don't man. have water yeah. and, you yeah, know, yeah. save the life of a child and all that kind of stuff. Definitely, So that's yeah. their worldview of what a person of colour or where a person of colour has it's come from, from, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's ignorance, yeah. right? Because... Like you said, a lot of people aren't doing it to demean you. Yeah. So I think there's a difference between ignorance and the difference between racism. Yeah. And the way to determine the the difference between those two is what's the motivation of the behind, person yeah, who's, behind the comments, yeah. you know, perpetrating those um, 
those actions or those words or those ideas or views onto you, right? Mm. Because I think in, in media now, we are very quick to cry racism and that takes away from instances where racism actually does yeah. happen because yeah. so many people, like we just said at the start, right? Mm. That when you hear the word racism, you're just like, oh my God, like yeah. we're talking about this again. again like, yeah. It's so, it's a buzzword now. It's almost been what's it Yeah, down, it yeah. almost has lost its, its, meaning. Im- its meaning, its impact, right? Yeah. So when racism does actually occur, people just sweep it aside because it's just, oh, another occurrence mm. so I think it's really important to de- because ignorance can be racism but like I said it always comes down to that determining factor of you believe that your race is superior to another person's mm. um, sorry I answered the question that I asked you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I but then it do comes down to again the whole thing you said of you know what is the intention behind mm, it yeah, and so usually important. like in cases of ignorance yeah, you find that if, if it's just based on pure ignorance yeah that's where you then come in to be like nah. to, to edu- yeah. educate them, yeah. 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 let them know. Yeah. Like, right. yeah. like I said, usually I would tell people, "Look, English is our official language," yeah. Yeah. and then there's always that shock. Yeah. Now, if that person continues, <laughs> yeah. you're just like, uh, "Really? No. I mean, we're come on, about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like that whole thing of you know when someone in the in the workplace, for example, has a name that sounds like you know an African name or yeah. something yeah. that mm. sounds exotic, mm. and then they're like just. They'll pronounce it every way except the actual, actual way, way to pronounce yeah. it. Yeah. You can pronounce and Tchaikovsky, but you can't <laughs> pronounce Ebube. Are you mad? Yeah. <laughs> the, f- the f- first time you can be like, you know what? Ignorance. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Teach them how to pronounce your name. Look, this is how it's actually said. Mm-hmm. If they continue, now you just know, okay, you're just being cheeky. Like, yeah. There is that, you know, racial undertone. It's like, oh, because I look like this, my name exactly. must be yeah. a certain way. Yes. Or, you know, have you ever had the one where just because your name is a certain way, when they try to pronounce it, they forget their real accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> they think like, now they, they have to say it in some African sounding accent. with an Australian accent. They, they start I, struggling I with it for like you. two minutes, bro. Like, I promise you. And like halfway through, you're like, you can't that's do my it. name, bro. I believe I in you. Like it's English letters. Just read yeah. it the way yeah, you would read any other exactly. word. I've actually considered changing. My last name is um, Adeinka, mm-hmm. and the E is like the E in a cafe. That's how you say it in like a Yoruba accent or a Nigerian accent. Mm-hmm. And I've actually considered legally changing the E to have the accent, accent. on top, mm-hmm. just so that people, it's just easier for people to say. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think I have to, I should have to do that. If yeah. I so, tell you the this way that my name it. is supposed yeah. to be pronounced, make the effort. To, do, to, to, to say it how yeah. it's supposed to be said. Yeah, I've noticed that. I've noticed that with like with ethnic names, no matter like even two syllables, like they still find a way to <laughs> fuck it up. And you think you know, there was this there was this older lady who I used to watch. She doesn't work with us anymore. And there was at this time we had um, an India fellow in our in our team. And and this this guy was older. And I'm sure like you know he's probably had enough of trying to correct people on how to say his name. So this lady, like this guy's name, I'm not going to, obviously not going to mention his name because I don't know, you know. I would. You know. <laughs> so, 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 and this lady would always find it, literally two syllables, the easiest of Indian names. And this lady would just say whatever she wanted and just, you know, assume that he would accept it. And they got to a point where I had to, I had to start saying, look, his name is not that hard to pronounce. It's two syllables. Mm. Stop. Butchering it, it. Stop doing that. Stop it. And then she turned around and said, oh, it's not even your name. Why do you care? And I said, look, there are a lot, like, a lot of names that are more complicated than this name. Put in the effort. Ask him how his name is pronounced. Mm. And do it. Don't just spit out whatever comes to your head and expect him to turn around and answer you. Yep. Mm. 
Like, you know, I mean, this is the same lady who asked me if I knew a Sudanese family in Toowoomba. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, Lord. So, get there, bro? The standards were not very high, but still. Please. You know, she, she was close to 60, so, you know, all the generation, blah, 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 bullshit. Like, just <laughs> learned to say, to say the name. And so, and, and there's little things like that. Like, you know, if someone who was French or, you know, like Croatian, or they would take that time to learn, to learn how yeah. to say their name, which is even in most cases a lot more complicated yep. than African names or Indian names. But because, again, there is that, uh, this, this subconsciously, sometimes I don't think they, there's a deliberate effort to just take their time to learn a white name than, you know, yeah. compared to someone of color. It's like, it's almost a default setting. Yeah. A lot of times they just look at you and go, now nah, your, your name must be hard. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it, must, it must be hard to pronounce. Even if you don't put in the effort to learn the name, at least don't make jokes about it or exactly. laugh on it. Because I've yeah. had a similar experience to you yeah. at work where we, we had two casuals join us, Nigerians. Mm. Their names are the easiest things in the world. Like two syllables, three syllables, and a lot of L's in there. It's not that hard to actually yeah. say. And you would actually see someone joking at the start of the first and like, I, 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 I. It's like, I told you it's how to say funny. them. Yeah, it's not, it's funny. not funny. And then she started laughing. It's not. <laughs> I can't say it. My bro, no I one's told laughing you to you. say yeah. the name properly. Yeah. Like, if you can't take a clue, then you obviously don't want to learn mm. this, right? Yeah. It's on you to actually learn the name and stop making jokes about it. Don't, you know, act like, oh, this person is no longer human again because you can't yeah. say the name. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, there are names I've struggled to pronounce. Exactly. And what I was every say. time yeah. I'll say, if I'm wrong, tell Please, me. How do yeah, you pronounce exactly. this? How do you pronounce the name? it's... Like it's it, just it, respect. Yeah, it tells honestly. a person, it shows a person that you, you you're imp- that they're important to you mm-hmm. if you take that five minutes to call their name correctly. Yep. Yeah. Like, it's not like, don't abbreviate my name for me. Don't call me P or B. Or just, this is my name. Learn mm. how to say it. If I, if I can learn to say your name, learn to say my name. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, go, going back to, you know, what you said about, because you know, a person of color has a certain name, they just assume there's something else. Like, you know, my name is Promise. The English word, Promise. The amount of times people have said to me things like, is it Promise? No, it's not Promise. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's oh, Promise. It's promise, promise. Right? Literally, literally, Promise. Yeah. The English no. word, Promise. Yeah. I was going to say, like, similar thing with my name. My name is literally two words that yeah. we use every day, <laughs> joined together. It's all well. It's not that hard. Oh my God. I can understand if, like, you know, I am saying it to you and you're, like, yeah. you've never heard that name before. Yeah. So you're just like, to you, it's like, it's kind of like shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, I didn't, That's did I hear you properly, sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. But I've sat there and watched people try to read my name. It's on paper, <laughs> all well, put together. And they are butchering it. Um, Alawil. <laughs> Who is that? Are you, are you illiterate? <laughs> Who is that? I don't understand. Yeah, nah. Now, or, or, or when they ask you, oh, did you have to change your name? No. Mm. Do you have a nickname? No. Yeah, a nickname. My nickname is the name no, that's on yes. my name. Yes, learn how to say my name. <laughs> this is my name. And if I chose a name... I won't pick promise. I think people so just come to a lot of these things with preconceived notions. Exactly. That, yeah. You know, I'm going to be up against a brick wall trying to say this name. No, just relax, man. Relax. Okay. Just rest. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and that goes back to the whole thing of a lot of time people come into stuff here. Yeah, they're not meaning to be racist. Yeah. yeah. But where that whole thing has come from, yeah. there are some racial undertones to, it, to what they do. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. But, anyways, moving on from that. Let's go into, you know, the, I guess, main part of this conversation. And that is, you know, all four of us here, we're in Australia. We've all been here for a while. Mm -hmm. The question is, do you consider Australia 
a racist country? Like I'm answering this, I'm going to speak for myself. Mm. I'm going to speak based on my experience. Yep. I am not going to. It's not a blanket statement. This is not. This is. I've been here for twelve years now, and this is my own experience. The answer for that, in my experience, is no. That's Ooh. that's my answer. I wasn't expecting that. My answer. I thought I was gonna say yes, bro. I was <laughs> like, like, yo, I no, might no, need no, some no. gas. So, so in my in my experience, obviously, I I'm, not, I'm not gonna sit here and say, oh, like I haven't been in situations where yeah. I felt a certain type of way, or mm. I felt as though a few things has happened because I'm a certain color. But if I was to give, like, you know, some sort of monologue about my experience in Australia, I wouldn't say it's racist. No, I would not say Australia as a nation is racist. Why is that? Like, can you... Because, because again, from my experience, like mm. I, I said, there are th a lot of things that has happened yep. that, you know, that's a bit, that's been a bit difficult to navigate. But I don't, like, because if I come out and say the country, the country is racist, I'm basically saying that my experience in here has been, like, everything that's happened to me that's negative in Australia has happened because I'm black. That's, that's a broad, that's a broad statement, but, For me, it just, it just goes down to, you know, I've been in a place where I've, you know, I've moved here. I've been here since I was in high school. Mm. I've been to uni. I've gone through different stages of life that everyone else would go through. And I am where I am today because, I, you know, I've put in a certain amount of work that has brought me to where I am. I don't think that, you know, and, and that, that being said, that doesn't mean that I haven't experienced things that are bad. Yeah. But I just don't think as a country that they are driven by racism mm. or yeah I, i i can't say that i have like that's my opinion i can't you know turn around and you know make the a blanket not, statement like yeah, that. yeah 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 like i i can't make a blanket statement like like i have to because as a foreigner in australia everyone's experience is different yep. like the next person to me can come out and say australia is a racist country and that's their story and it doesn't mean that for them to have that experience the, my experience is all of a sudden invalidated or vice mm -hmm. versa. It just means that maybe I've been fortunate enough not to go through what this person has gone through. I mean, it's one of those things that can never be a blanket answer. Everyone will give you a slightly different... Yeah, that being said, though, okay, mm -hmm. like before we move on to the next person, I guess for you, um, a better way from your answer mm -hmm. to phrase that would be, instead of saying it's Australia a racist country, do you think that there is a lot of racism in Australia? I think I think anywhere you go in the world, there's going to be a certain level of yeah. racism. I think I, I can't come on and say that. Of course, of course, yes, there is a certain a certain level of it. Like you know, if, whether if, whether you look at the history with the you know indigenous people, the Aboriginal people, whether you look at you know today's situation with their migration policies and things like that. Obviously, like you know, there are a lot of things that could be better. But I can't say as an individual that my experience has been negative because of the color of my skin. You know, I, I can't I can't say that. But obviously, Australia is a nation. Any Western nation you go to, there's, mm. there are things that they could do better. Yep. But I can't, you know, it's just it's one of those things you can't just uh, expect. Like, yeah, I, I can't, because I have a lot of friends or, and I know a lot of, you know, close friends or the acquaintances that, that's told me the experiences and I've gone, oh, wow, like, that's unfortunate, that's racist. Yep. But that's not, that hasn't been my experience. And I can't tell that story and say, you know, the country has affected me that way when it hasn't. 
So that's, you know, that's where I'm coming from. And it doesn't mean that I don't, you know, on a daily basis experience things that it's like, oh, like, seriously, mm. this is bullshit. But, yeah, as a country, I wouldn't say my experience in it has been negative because of race. No, that's good. That's interesting. I actually struggle with the answer to this question because my first instinct is to say yes. Mm. But the question is, is the country racist, right? I think the country is not racist, yep. but I think there are a lot of racist people yep. in the country. Yeah. And usually that comes from white people mm-hmm. <laughs> who, not just white people as a blanket statement, because I've been privileged enough to live in, um, I guess, communities and in groups where diversity and um, inclusivity is like championed, right? Um, so I actually haven't experienced that much racism except for when I was younger before I like decided to be confident in who I was and like not give a shit about what anyone was saying about me because of my colour or whatever. Yep. And I also have been lucky enough to to pick up the accent really quickly. So when we're talking about people seeing you on first like first on on first impressions, the skin colour is there, the fact that I'm a female is there. But the accent kind of gives people a little bit of like, oh, like comfortability. comfortability yeah, she's right? one of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's one of she's us. She's been here so long enough. I, yeah. I understand that and I understand the privilege that I have of being mm. able to have the accent and sound. Like if you don't see the, a video of this um, podcast right now, you yeah. think I'm a white lady. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely, so yeah. I understand that I've been privileged in that respect. But I also know that there are a lot of people, if you just look on social media, like I – can't even scroll through an ABC article that comments on Facebook without finding some white man or some white woman who literally is just like, oh, they should just, if you don't like it here, go, go back, back to where go you come from country. or yep. whatever. You know, yeah. when um, a, a do it, a catch, again, I'm probably not saying her name correctly. She's a model, in a Sudanese model, yep. um, South Sudanese model from Melbourne. When they miss... They either used the wrong, yeah, they used the the wrong, wrong photo. image yeah, the wrong yeah. and yeah. said it was a do it and it wasn't. And she yeah. wrote this, you know, beautiful post about, you know, Australia's inability to basically <laughs> come to terms with the fact that it is, you know, um, racist. Um, I don't know that she used that word specifically. But if you see the comments the under backlash, my Instagram yeah, post, the and they were all was white massive. people, and, and, and yeah, you know, some of them might have been trolls and stuff. But it's yeah. so disheartening that yeah. you know when someone calls out the nation as a whole, or even just sectors no. of the of the country, like the media, right? Because it was the media who had done who had done made that mistake. Yeah, um, that it's automatically just negative, and it's like people like. Everyone just crawls out of the woodwork because until someone pushes and says, you know, you should probably change this, yeah. you don't really realize what's like what's underneath. Yeah, so definitely. I think that, um, you know, yeah. when people overseas always ask me, is Australia like uh, an accepting kind of country? I'm like, you know what? Yeah, it is. But I grew up in like I came to Australia when I was in when I was six, so like in year one, mm-hmm. and um, I there's this image that's always stuck in my head, and it's like the map of the world, like Earth, planet yeah. Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, sorry. It's the uh, a map of Australia, and then around the borders of Australia, it's all these different coloured hands, but are kind of like joined together. And that was like our little sign to tell us that Australia is a multicultural like country, yeah. right? So I've always, it's always been instilled like it's a mantra that Australia is a multicultural country. Yeah. And after like 1975 or whatever, when it, when they abolished the white Australia policy, that was the, you know, the motto that we're open, we're welcoming to everyone. But there's still this deep-rooted and almost like an underbelly, right, of people who 
don't agree with that because on the surface it seems like we are but there are people deep within them Mm. and what scares me is that those people are passing those views and ideas onto their own children because we always think on the next Mm. generation will be better but Mm. if your parents grow up with this understanding or this idea or belief that because we're white we have you know nobody else yeah and all these people that are coming here are stealing our jobs or whatever um (laughs) And they should go back to their own country and do yeah. or whatever they want to do in their own countries. That that's what really disheartens me. Um, mm. And it's always the Joe, like Joe Blow down the road, like mm. who will say hey, hello, or whatever. But when push comes to shove, yep. those deep, almost, I don't know, it's like a monster. Like everyone's nice, everyone's lovely, but when push comes to shove, a lot of people are actually racist and they're not ready. Yes. If, as soon as you mention the word racism, it's like a war goes up. Nobody's yeah. ready to even acknowledge it. I'm glad you mentioned that. And also the whole situation with like, you know, when someone does call out racism mm-hmm. or like calls out the country on being racist, all these people come out the woodworks because this question stemmed from situations like that. That's yeah. why I decided to ask this yeah. question because it's always a thing where, you know, everybody swears they're not racist. If you talk Literally. to like any white person, is Australia friends, racist? I'm They're gonna racist. be like, nope. <laughs> Australia is not a racist country. Our racism here is, you know, it's so much better here than anywhere else in the world. Other countries have it worse. Da 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 da. Shit like that. But as soon as something like that happens, a situation where someone has actually experienced these things yeah. calls people out. It's like, how dare you just say that? Just like that, we everyone... went you into our country. Exactly. How dare you call and us I think racist. I was speaking to you about this... Bro, we'll um, you into our country. And you're saying no racist, like, bro. I was speaking Going to back to South Sudan, then, <laughs> if you don't like it, yeah. <laughs> just, Are you right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I, think oh, I was speaking to you, promise, about this when, like, the whole Stormzy thing in the UK happened, yeah? yeah. And that's something that happens here as well, where... They, people swear they're not racist, but as soon as you call out racism, they then try to use racism to defend themselves from being yeah. racist. It's like, yeah, yeah. that's pretty ironic. Like, yeah. you're claiming you're not racist, but everything you're saying to prove you're not racist is racist. 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 Yeah. 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 How does that work? Yeah. Sort of thing. But yeah, um, going back to what you said, actually, no, Adobe, um, give us your view and then I will move. I yeah, will just, say what I want to say. Going from my experience as well. Um, Australia is not a racist country. I did struggle with the question as well when you raised it up or when I saw it earlier in the week. But um, going from my experiences, there's been a lot of racist incidents or racism that's occurred um, growing up and all. Um, But my thing is, how do you, what's the barometer to say, you know, is this a racism country or no? Is this Mm. a racist country or no? Is there a level that we compare to and say, okay, if it's above this level, then yeah, it's a racist country. If it's not, and the only question I asked is, is racism acceptable in Australia? I don't think it is, right? There are a lot of racist people Do who... I don't think I don't think it's acceptable in Australia. What, why well, would you say it's most, not acceptable? Not because it, if a lot of people... What's yeah. your... Yeah. So, most places you go, right? If racism occurs and you report it, there are steps taken to, you know, address such issues, right? So... For me, that's a step to say, okay... When you say not, most places, do you mean like Society, Work, workplaces. Yeah, society, workplaces, schools, and all the kind of, and all those kind of things, right? It's not acceptable there. But you don't control what people do outside of those areas in terms of the general public. So um, that's why I say it's not a racist country, but I do accept what you guys are saying that I do agree with it that, look, there are a lot of racist people around, and how do you control that? Yeah, everywhere you go, there's yeah, going to be... That's the thing. Like, and, and Comparing think, to other yeah. countries as well, every. 
there's no country you go to where you don't, you know, identify some form of racism occurring or not. Mm. So it's then how do you, if you call Australia racist, then bro, a lot of countries in this world are is a racist country. But then, so. as a as a person of color, as a black person, yeah, when you say that you know a lot of places, if you do like report racism and report these things, it is taken into consideration. Yeah, do you feel like they're active? They actively take that into consideration. Like they actually want to do something about it because it's like yeah. saying, yeah. it's like in your experience, because it's like you know a lot of workplaces will tell you bullying. There's yeah. no bullying, no, no harassment, yeah, yeah. no this, no that. Yeah. but it happens anyway, and then report it, and nothing gets done. Yeah, from from my experience, no, nothing gets done. So, um, so, so saying that, say? why would you then say like it is not acceptable? Because look, the fact that people sweep things on the carpet does not mean that there is not policies in place, right? The but, fact that people ignore it does. But not having mean a that. policy and then sweeping it under the carpet means you're accepting it. Yeah, but okay. So, for example, there was a racist incident at my workplace um, a month ago. Not to me directly, but to someone else who didn't even mm. know this person was over the phone. And someone else vented that, oh, this lady's African, she's rude, and all these kind of things. And mm. I was like, right, you can't say that, right? She realized it later and actually yeah. apologized for it. And I reported to the person, you know, immediate, um, immediately above me. But then nothing gets done past that level. Yeah. Now, can I say the company is racist because it wasn't taken to the yeah. appropriate like person yeah. that was supposed to handle the that's, matter? That's the problem. No. But I've done my job. Mm-hmm. I've taken the steps I need to take. It's just someone in between. I swept it under and go, oh, it's, yeah. not, it's not a big issue. It's, it's not yeah. that big yeah. a deal. What am I supposed to do yeah, in that case? I think a lot yeah. time, but there's the something whole, in place yeah. to say if yeah. this goes up, yeah. she's losing her job next week. Yeah. So... What, yeah. what do you do in that no, case? I, think, I feel like a lot of the times here, yeah, these policies and these things are put in place as more of a, we have that in place, sh- shut up. You understand mm. sort of thing? Mm. It just shuts everyone up. It's basically, we do have policies in place. Mm. For example, something goes on, just follow the policy, mm. don't disturb me, kind of thing. But then when you do follow the policy, you find out that, okay, I've done this, I've done this, nothing happens. Unless you then actively take it upon you to keep chasing that. Chasing, and then yeah. when, you do, when you do do that, you, yeah, you, you personally, you kind of get blackballed because yeah. like, you become that guy. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It's the same as with like, if you report sexual harassment or sexual assault at work. You know, you have to, in, most, in a lot of places of work, you have to take the onus is on yourself to ensure that your case is heard like and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So yeah. I think I think the the thing is stepping out and saying that I'm gonna put my hand up and say mm. this is wrong. Yeah. Um and being like you said, being that person that is, you know there's a big thing in Australia about like snitching. Like and I think in many Western countries yeah, don't sure. snitch. Snitches like do get with stitches. it yourself. Exactly. You know, we have um, you know, childhood um sayings about that snitches get stitches and that whole thing flows in through adulthood, you know, whether it is racism, whether it's sexism, whether it's, you know, sexual harassment. Yeah, you don't want to be the person who snitches. You don't want to be the guy, exactly. Say, Someone else should do it. Yeah, right? I'm going to deal with it myself or, you know, suffer in silence. But I think like what you were saying, what was being said earlier, overt racism definitely is not accepted and we have policies and, you know, laws in place to um, give people recourse to to – getting apologies or, you know, if it's um, compensation or whatever or just, you know, someone recognising that what they've done is wrong. But it's the subtle racism and the yeah. undertones of racism that I think we're still struggling with yeah. that, um, you know, I think th- probably you'll want to talk about it later, but it's like almost almost like, I don't know if you've heard the term gaslighting, but yeah. when you yeah. make someone think like they're, they're going crazy. crazy and 
race, subtle racism can almost be like that as well. And it's, again, the yeah. same thing with like sexism and things like that, where you're like, oh, I'm not sure. Or am I like making a big deal out of this kind of thing? Yeah. And then how do you put your hand up if someone, you know, is like laughing? Like, what are you going to do? Report them to HR? This person was laughing at my name. You sound like a <laughs> child, right? And then you're sitting at your desk thinking, you know, are they like, are they laughing because they're racist or am are I being, am I yeah, being yeah. too yeah. sensitive or whatever? Yeah, you're yeah, 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 for sure, yeah, for sure. something a long time ago and it's, was talking about the, the the weight that black people carry, well, black people and also people of colour carry around that, you know, they're constantly, like, in the back of their mind, they're constantly thinking about these things, you know, or, like, women, for example, black women, um, you know, thinking about whether all, all these microaggressions they're getting from people because they're firstly women and secondly they're black. So all these things that we as people of colour have to think about the subtle things. And I think like a lot of people don't understand nobody that. Nobody picks up on it, yep. right? Yep. Nobody picks, picks up on it. As soon as you walk into the room, the first thing you notice is whether or not you're the first black person, right? Oh, yeah, black only people, black They person. have radars, right? Yeah. We pick up when there's another black person in the room and, you know, should I go over to them so that we can bond together or whatever and have yeah. this kind of like black yeah. people gang or whatever or yeah. should I yeah. stay away from them because I want to also be, you know, Sorry, in with the white people. And a lot of the times, w- white people will call that overreacting. Exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly. They'll say, they'll just say, they'll be normal, bro. Just be normal, but yeah. it, you can't be because you're thinking about all these these different tangents are going off in your mind. Definitely. Whereas a white person just walks into the room Don't and that's it. it yeah. That's it. Right? And like and like you know, for instance, like it's it's one of those things. Like you know, like I always said, like you know, they would always say, "Oh, you're overreacting." So you know, like it's not a big deal. Who cares? Like, don't worry mm. about that. But I'm someone who's I've thrown a few parties in Australia, and. I know how many white people have said, oh, are they going to be other white people there? Like, I don't want to be the only white person. And then sometimes I've turned around and, oh, you don't want to be a minority, do you? Maybe you should. Because, like, you know, it's, it's never a big deal. Yeah. But then when it's, you when know, it's on the other split, side, yeah, when it's, it's like, oh, I don't want to be the only white person there. Like, yeah. you know, do you have other, other white people coming? Like, who else is coming? Because, again, like, it's not that, you know, this is a random white person that doesn't want to be in the midst of black people. It's just the idea of being the only yeah. one of your they kind in a somehow, place. They want to feel comfortable. Exactly. And like, why can't you afford that right to, you know, a black person or an Indian person? Like, it's it's very important. And, and it's never understood until the yeah, shoes on the yeah. Until you flip exactly. it. It's one of those things exactly. like, oh, like, it's not a big deal. Who cares? Yeah. And but, that being yeah. said, yeah, thank you, Esther, for, you know, helping me do the segue, You're which welcome. I was going to do. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, that's what I want to talk about, which is why I got a doba to go first with the whole um, is Australia race like racist country sort of thing. Because personally, I know you guys have all said you know it's not. Yeah, yeah. I personally think it is. Okay. And that being said, going back on your point of you know all your experiences not being racist, I've been here for a while. I've been here a long time, yeah. and I've had lots of good experiences. You understand? Like, yeah. but then I'm I can also see a lot of things where I can go. Okay, cool. Like. Australia is not one of those places where it's like, you know, just outright racism. Oh, yeah. But Australia, like I have to say, struggles when it comes to subtle racism. Mm -hmm. There is a lot of subtle racism in Australia. And that's why, personally, I think, you know, like Australia is a racist country. But it's one of those ones where everybody's in denial, man. Mm. Nobody wants to accept the fact that it actually is racist. Like, you can show them facts about why it is racist and yeah. they will yeah. still dismiss that and that's the thing with subtle racism like Esther said you know it's not it's not like overt racism it's not you know outright racism where it's just like okay cool that person's racist mm. oh Donald Trump said this you understand yeah. it's one of those yeah. things where now you have to look at it and be like okay 
Yeah, and analyze it from all angles. Like, yeah. is that because of race? And even sometimes when you personally, you can straight up see mm-hmm. that that has like, you know, there's a racial undertone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That comes from a place. But if you're trying, if someone else is looking at it or you're trying to explain to somebody, there are, they can be like, oh, you, may, maybe he was yeah. doing yeah. this. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he was doing, yeah. maybe he was saying it because of this. Maybe, but you're just sitting there like, you understand? So it's one of those things where you can't just come out and be like, all right, that's racist. And then when you do, you get accused of playing the race card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo. yeah. Yep. Honestly. And you're just sitting there like, what? It's clearly yeah. like you know, yeah. racial. Yeah. But you don't understand it because you never have to go through that. Yeah. And a lot of yeah. times, the people who will, who will say these things and swear mm-hmm. that it's not racist are usually again the people Why? who never have to experience it. Yeah. So yeah. it's like I'm. I'm someone who has experienced this thing, someone who constantly experiences it, someone who will continue to experience yeah, this thing. Sure. You're never going to experience it, yet somehow here you are arguing Telling me, me about that my what is experience what, what is what your reaction not should right be as well. yeah. or is, yeah. is, is, is false. It's, it's one of those things like, like you're offending me, but you also want to tell me how to react yeah. to offense. You're like, an expert in something that you've never experienced? That doesn't make any sense. Exactly. And that's one thing that you will see a lot oh, here yeah. in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Like when it comes to pick any random, you know, Joe on the street and just talk to them about racism. <laughs> Eight racist. times out of ten, they will, they will racist, tell you right. that Australia, not that, there's no, oh, they're, they're not racist. All my mates are black. All my mates are black. They don't even, it, doesn't, it doesn't even <laughs> have to be all. It just has to be one. I'm, I'm tired of hearing that, bro. All, all my mates are black, say, bro. Don't to say the N-word like five seconds later. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I had someone tell me that their brother was married to a black chick, a half black chick. And I'm like, okay, that's nice. And? You, you're still, like, what you yeah. do, still racist. <laughs> yeah. Like, what does that have to do? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what does that have to do with, and what does that have to do with me? Like, Even if exactly. she was fully black, what yeah. does that have to do with me? What does it have to do with you? Yeah. Like, you just said something that's racist, and you're telling me about your yeah. brother's wife. Like, okay, that's nice. <laughs> what am I supposed Bro, to do? Yeah, or, or like, or like the, the, the white girl says something stupid, and then you call her out on it, and she goes, oh, my ex- all my ex- I dated are black. like black guys. <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with this? You just pissed me off. <laughs> your ex your ex boyfriend has nothing to do with your behavior, mm. but yeah, like it's yeah, like yeah, the the, the whole the, the sort of racism is it yeah. is a thing, but it's not like yeah, and it's yeah, one of those ones yeah. where like how do you deal with it? Like how do you yeah, call? Exactly. How do you call it out? Because like, it can be attributed to so many yeah. different factors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but my and question, like, my question to what your stance was is, how many countries are you gonna go where you don't see such subtle racism? That's but just because point. it's in other countries yeah. doesn't make it right. But, that's not the that's point. What, that's what that's that's what the whole. So point no, of the but what, yeah. yeah, I know. But what, what we're basically saying right now is a lot of countries are, ra- are racist countries. A lot much. of like Pomi said at the start, most Western countries are racist. Are racist. Like, yeah. the, the, for no, sure, there are a lot of racist people there. Period. Yeah, Just most Western countries are founded on yeah, racism. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Exactly. As long as we yeah. I like agree if you that. look at Australia's history, it's this country is literally Messed built up. on racism. Up. True. So it's one of those things where okay, cool. Yeah, other countries have it, but is Australia? This is where we live. This is we we have it. to go out yeah. every day and experience yeah. this thing. So this particular country, what's up? Yeah. I did, for me, it's... Um, I don't know if we want to talk about how we deal with the, that subtle racism. But it's again, it's an uphill battle that you're fighting because now the onus is on us to educate people as to why what they said or their body language or whatever makes you feel off as a person of colour, right? 
Like, and then, and then it's, it's tiring because, you, you know, you come to work to do your job just like anybody else. But an added layer to that could be like, again, like me as a woman, I'm a woman, right? So I have to think about all those kinds of things and how I position myself in the workplace. Yeah, and then on top well. of that as well, I'm a black woman. So I have to think about how people are re- relating to me based on what they see, right? One of my favorite things to see, to, to do is when I walk into a room of people that I've never met before is to see how many people have a look of surprise on their face when they hear me speak, right? Mm. Because, again, like I said, I have quite an Australian accent Mm. um, and a specific way of speaking. Um, But to have to think about those things is tiring. It's exhausting. And it's, you know, it's one of those things that like the the needle, the the needle, the is it the the needle that broke the camel's back? No, that's not right. The straw that broke the camel's back, right? It, it, it becomes a weight over time. Yep. And again, you don't want to be the one person that's playing the race card. Exactly. Like in my place, in one of the places of work that I was in, in before, I was one of maybe two black women and the other black woman comes from the UK. So like mm. one, like the only black Australian woman in that, in that, um, in that yeah. workplace. Yeah. So, you know, at the same time as like wanting to assimilate and, you know, um, you know, meld well into the, the corporate kind of um, environment and all that kind of stuff. You also have this added pressure of, you know, do I call people out when they say things that, you know, probably another person would accept? And then do I have a responsibility as an individual to make sure that that person like doesn't go on and do that too. like while I might be okay with what you've said and you know it doesn't really bother me or whatever and like it doesn't it doesn't really weigh on me that's just your problem the next person who you say that thing to might be extremely offended right and do I have a is it like my responsibility to say you know another person might not be comfortable with that like a lot of people when like a lot of white people um well excuse me Caucasians um (laughs) A lot of Caucasians, um, whenever they want to get like their like braids done, they always have this idea of like, will it be offensive? You know, all that kind of stuff, like cultural appropriation. To me, I don't mind it, right? Mm. I really don't care. And again, it all comes about like, what's your motivation? Are you doing it to mock black people? Because if you are, then you probably shouldn't get them. But if you're doing it because you appreciate the hairstyle and you really just want to rock it and you think it looks good on you, then that's fine because, you know, everything looks Um, things look good on different people Um, but there are other people who will find that offensive and also racist right Mm. so do I have a job to say to you it's fine with me but another person probably wouldn't like it for such and Mm. such reasons and those are the things that are running in the back of your mind yeah and it's heavy it's a heavy load to carry with situations like that it's always one of those ones where uh, personally I would just go like I don't see a problem with it but Mm. I don't speak to everybody else exactly like do what you're gonna do but just know at the back of your mind that you might have to deal with some backlash yeah Yeah. (laughs) like yeah it's all those things and there's something you said that uh, that, um, like I just wanted to touch on before few I think at some last year I was like we're in this group of group of friends and um, like you're talking about like you know how it's different like you know like the racism a black man would face and one a black woman would yeah, face yeah. and I was talking to this like there's a few people there and there was this girl I saw she was like you know swiping on Tinder and then I said oh like you know Tinder blah 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 like and I was just thinking like the male versus female experience mm. on Tinder I was thinking oh as a girl like every guy would swipe right for you right because you're a female <laughs> and then she looked at me she was like oh no it's different from me I'm a black woman yeah and I didn't think of it like that I didn't think, because I'm just well, thinking, as a guy, we'll swipe yes to every girl. Yeah. Girls would be more picky, Speak for right? yourself, bro. And, and she, she, she said that, and I literally, literally stopped for a second and go, I went, wow, it is a thing. Like, it's probably mm. a bit worse for yeah. women of color. Mm-hmm. Because she's, and I was like, what, and, like, and genuinely, it's a thing. Mm. Like, 
I don't think I have I have any white male friend who has been with a black girl. Mm. And I think that comes down to like you know the socially accepted standards of beauty. Yeah. It's usually those yeah. westernized yes. looks and preconceived yeah. notions of what of, of black women. Yep. You know, we're the often seen as aggressive yeah, or intimidating. Yeah. Like, yeah, like wow. I can't tell you how many times yeah. someone has called me intimidating. I am intimidating, but how many times have they said that word to describe me just because I'm black? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, is different. It's yeah, yeah. I, I, can't, I don't think I just like. I'm sure that's a topic that we'll touch on at some point yep. in the series. Mm. But yeah, that's so something sure. I just. It, it, it's wrong to say because and, and it's a perfect example of you know racism for person of someone of mm. color and someone who's 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 white because it's just like I've never had to thought about you know life as a black woman. Yeah, I, I'm not a black woman, yeah. so yeah, I don't exactly. think about it. Yeah. So when she said, "Oh no, it's, it's different for me because yeah. I'm a black woman," I wasn't gonna stay there and start arguing with her because. <laughs> That's where that's where I have a problem. Exactly. Why are you arguing with me? Going back to what Esther said with the whole something that you're not an expert. I have to shut up with this letter. Exactly. I don't know. I would never know. So someone who's experienced it is talking. I'm just gonna listen. Exactly. Going back to what Esther said about like you know in the workplace and is it up to you to like you know educate them and stuff like that. Again, it's one of those things where even if you do decide that you want to. It's up to them to, to listen. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because exactly. I've, like, if you notice, a lot of people immediately jump on the defensive. Yeah. Oh, Instead yeah. of just trying to listen and understand, understand. from yeah. your point of view, as you know, a, a minority, yeah. as someone who experiences distance, mm-hmm. about how it actually makes you feel and about how other people like you mm-hmm. feel about these things. Mm-hmm. Instead of listening, mm-hmm. before you've even said one word, yeah. They're already giving you paragraphs yes. of why they're yeah. not racist because, and why that yeah. thing was not. Ra- it's yeah. like shush. Just let me explain. Let me, yeah, and I think it's that thing as, as human, we always try to be, you know, to be perfect or to be positive. So when someone is saying, or think that we're doing how, the right thing. Yeah, yeah. So so when someone is saying, this is how these things make me feel. The yeah. minute they mention something that we may have done in the past, yeah. we try to justify it, mm-hmm. and it's it's yep. justification. It, yeah, like it, it's one of those things. Like, oh no 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 no. Maybe this is not like you know. It's like I'm telling you my experience. You don't have to agree with me. Yeah. You don't have to argue about it. I'm just telling you yep. what how I see this thing. And and also there are some people who just don't listen as well. Like you tell them something this moment, and they go out and do literally the opposite of what you've said. Like five minutes later, it's like I've told you. It might be cool for me, but I don't know how someone else is gonna react to it. But what do they do? Like the next minute, they see someone else. They do the same thing and. They start. Ex- they jump back yeah. on the defensive. Like, oh, it worked for that guy. So why are you different? I'm like, yeah. bro, I literally told you. You have to take each case individually. You don't exactly. take. You don't assume for everyone. And that's the whole racial point of this. That you assume, oh, because this person takes it this yeah, way, everyone I, should, yeah. you yeah. know, or fall in line as well. Whereas it doesn't apply like that. Yeah. Or the minute you decide to pull someone up on it and tell them, instead of them to just, you know, accept, like, okay, yeah, I was wrong. You know, mm. I apologize. Yeah. They instead they go. They walk away from that go to other people and start talking shit. It's like, oh, just because you pulled them up yeah. on something that oh, they did that was wrong. Now nah, exactly. They start trying to precious, make you out yeah. to be you know something else. So yesterday before I fell asleep, I was on this um, part of this like Facebook group of like black women in Australia and New Zealand. And someone posted this. Um, they had a question that one of their workmates or one of their friends or whatever, someone they knew, had asked them whether it was appropriate for them to wear a certain dress. And this dress had, I think, like black women's faces on it or whatever. Anyway, the woman was white and she was asking her friend, is it appropriate for me? Like, will it offend? Is it racist? All those kinds of questions. And she was asking the group this question that, you know, do you think this is an appropriate thing for a Caucasian person to wear? 
And, you know, people were giving their own views, yes, no, whatever. And then someone wrote this really, um, I think, really important comment and said, at some point we have to not allow white people or non-identifying people of colour, people who don't identify as people of colour, to get away with asking permission from the one black person they know, right? That they need to take the onus on themselves to educate themselves enough to realise your privilege, to realise what is acceptable and what is not acceptable by just reading, right? Reading mm-hmm. and observing and just being a human being in the world in a world that, rec- that, that recognises that I come from a place of privilege. And the same thing with us as black people, right? I think everybody as a human being should do some kind of reading or observation to realise that, number one, I'm, you know, I'm a woman. I'm a woman who lives in Australia, a Western world, right? And because I live in this part of the the world, it means that I'm afforded a lot of many things that people in other places of the world, you know, won't have access to, right? So being um, aware of those kinds of things are really important. As a white person, you should be aware of that. As a man, you should be aware of that. As a white, straight Man, you should be aware of that. White straight Christian man. As a black straight man, you should be aware of that because, you know, you could be gay or whatever and that adds another layer of, you know, um, of disadvantage in our society in some instances. So no matter the kind of person that you are, no matter your colour, your race, your religion, any any of those identifying factors, everybody has a certain level of privilege, Mm. right? Everybody has a certain level of privilege. And I think that a lot of people in this country, in Australia, don't, don't want because it takes effort right you have to literally sit down and say i am going to apart from the you know institutional educational system that we go through from year um, from kindergarten to university Mm. you have to take the onus upon yourself to educate yourself about where is where do i come from or where is my privilege right Mm. and how does that relate to other people around the world and and in in my community in my society in my workplace and so on but i think a lot of people don't want to do that work They don't want to do that work. They just want to live their life. They want to live their life the way their parents were living their life. And if that means that, you know, we make fun of people because they have Asian features or we make fun of black people, we call them apes and things like that. I don't want to do the work to figure out what, why, what, why what I have said is wrong, right? Because you have to do, it's personal learning and everybody needs to do personal learning. The minute you do that work... Now you have to be accountable. You have to start from scratch, bro. You have you, to start like, from scratch. They don't want uh, look, some, people, some people just don't want you know that accountability. Exactly. If because yeah. if, if I don't if I don't do the research, if I don't know, if I don't know exactly, I can get away with it. Yeah. But if I've done that, yeah. now I have Blatant to be accountable ignorance. for the shit I've said. Like, yeah. yeah, a lack of self awareness because once there's self awareness, you start being accountable. Exactly. For yourself. exactly. And once there's accountability, mm. you subconsciously begin to judge yourself, yeah. and you can't you know certain people you know, are, are not able to do something that they know is wrong. So to mm. avoid mm. being in that position, they just mm. don't want to know whether it's right or wrong. Or they'll ask one person so they yeah. can be like... Yeah, exactly. This person said it's fine. Yeah. This person yeah. said it's fine. Yeah. It's a human, It's yeah. a human, like a common human um, reaction. It's yeah. not like something that's um, specific to white people. It's yeah. everyone, you know. If you call your friend out on something, the, the initial reaction is to be defensive mm-hmm. and say, you know, I don't want to like... You know, I didn't know that or whatever, whatever. Like, try and, you know, hands off. So or just it, brush it under yeah, the carpet. Yeah, or brush it under the carpet because you don't want to deal with the fact that, you know, your worldview is skewed and is skewed in an inappropriate way or in an in incorrect manner. Yeah. And I'm um, going back to the thing you said again about asking. Personally, I feel like if you have to ask, 
You already know the answer. You just want to get a reaction from that person. At the end of the day, the minute you ask, if you ask a group of people, you're going to get different answers. Now, which one are you doing? You're going to do what you want to do regardless. you feel uneasy, it's a no. The answer is no. When you got to ask, when you got to ask, like, even, look, let's take criticism out of the equation. Yeah. In every life situation, when you got to ask someone for permission to do something, you probably should not be doing something wrong. How many times have your parents said that? The fact that you're asking me is your answer. So it's one of those things. Like, if you need to ask permission, it's either something you should not be doing or something, you know, you like something that you may need some sort of clearance to do. Like, it's not like, you know, asking permission is not Just err on the side of caution, really. Just don't do it. Mm. Don't do it. Pretty much, man. But yeah, look, that that was really, you know, a really good conversation on subtle racism and just the different exper- the different experiences that we have, you know, in Australia. Yeah. Um, another thing that I wanted to talk about was um, just in terms of Australia Day, because I know that that's something that brings a lot of uh, excuse me conversation. It's called Invasion Day. Thanks. Invasion Day. Australia. Yeah, we go. That's where. But that's where we're going to disagree. But let's, no, no. But yeah. the thing is, like, the yeah. conversation I wanted to have was not even from the point of view of like you know the whole Invasion Day and oh, you sure. know the whole history of yeah, Australia yeah. Day and all of that. Yeah. It's Australia Day as Black people, mm-hmm. uh, our experiences as minorities, as minorities on Australia Day. Because again, going back to this whole thing of is Australia your races mm. and subtle racism outright mm. racism person from personal experience australia day has always been that one day where the, all it's the like races the purge. come out bro. it's like the purge the it's that one day where they the all riots, feel the need to come out and be outright racist mm-hmm. there's no subtle racism on australia day you will be walking on your own and someone's yelling at you to go back to your country you will be chilling by yourself <laughs> and someone is going that black guy yeah it's <laughs> So yeah, that's, that's, that's what I want to talk about. Just based on like our experiences as black people on Australia Day. Do you celebrate? First of all, do you guys celebrate Australia Day? Uh, the first, the only time I've celebrated Australia Day, I celebrated like a bunch of non-Australians. We all just like there was a barbecue at some yeah somewhere in Gungahlin. I can't remember now. But I, Australia Day for me is just a public holiday. I haven't really, I've never really felt the need to do anything extravagant. Um, and that's not because I don't feel Australian or anything, but it's just because I've never really, I don't think I've ever felt included in the idea of Australia Day. Mm, I mean, yeah. technically, by my residency status, I'm not Australian. I mean, if, if we're going to be technical about it, but I, I feel like I've been here long enough to, you know, to feel that inclusion. Mm. But I... Maybe, like, and this is not because, you know, like, I don't have Australian friends or anything. I yeah. think, I, like, I just, like, it's not something that's mattered a lot to me. Yeah. Like, so I, I think I, I, I genuinely haven't really made the effort to go out and celebrate it. Mm-hmm. So um, I've been invited to a few Aussie Day barbecues, but I've never really felt it important. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean that, you know, it's not important. It's just not, it's not something I've, I've re- really considered as a public holiday I look forward to. Kind of like the Queen's birthday. Yeah, apart from the, from it all. Yeah. 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 Apart, apart from the day off work, I can't really... Yeah, it's basically really just a day to chill out. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's, yeah. Just under like a three day off work and the Queen's birthday yeah. and things like that. It's like all the holidays in Australia that I don't even know what they're for. Like Canberra does family day or <laughs> recreation day. All of a sudden people are like, oh yeah, we're going to work on Monday. Like, and I'm like, okay, what? no work, yeah. sweet. Canberra has a lot of holidays. Canberra, yeah, we, have, we have reconciliation Sometimes day Sometimes I see on my calendar, I'm like, wow, you guys get a day off work? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, mean, I don't... Mm. I identify as 
Nigerian Australian, just so you know. Mm. So um, I'm definitely proud of my history in Australia. I've been here for many years and definitely proud of the fact that, um, you know, a lot of my upbringing has been in Australia. But I don't, I think like Pomer said, um, for a, a large part of my life, it just wasn't, it was just like another holiday, you know, you just have a bar- barbecue with yep. your friends and whatever. Um, and you relax at home. You don't have to go to school. You don't have to go to work, all those kinds of things. Um, so that was my experience as a black individual living in Australia, as an African in- individual living in Australia. But um, in the last few years, after, you know, again, being educated on the history of the nation, I don't celebrate Australia Day at all. In fact, I commem- like I said, I, you know, we were laughing before, but I definitely commemorate Invasion Day because mm. that is the day for our First Nation peoples where literally their history and, yep. you know, their culture was ripped from them. And even to this day, they're experiencing the effects, the after effects of that, of that act um, by the colonizers. Mm. Um, so I don't, I don't celebrate the day at all. Um, in fact, I use the day to try and educate other people about why they shouldn't celebrate the day. Because yep. um, I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's what I was going to say about that. Similar to the other guys, mine's it's more of a public holiday for me and it was better for me as well because that day I work on... Um, I can work on public holidays, so you know the pay. That's is, what I was gonna say. Pay, it the was pay is nice. Stay at the, home. I'm working the pay is that nice. Nigerian in me. Uh, right. time. The pay is nice on public holidays, double so time. you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I never really. Um, I, I don't want to say if I never really embraced the idea of Australia or um, it's, it's that inclusion thing. Like I'll just go with the inclusion thing that like they were talking about. That um, to go out all out and celebrate it. Yes, I've probably been to a barbecue so a very long time, but I don't think the last five years I've actually celebrated or you know done anything special. Yeah. It's just another day to me. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah another public holiday. If I go to work, come back, go home, sleep, yeah. done. I'm not against a day to celebrate yeah. Australia. At oh all. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just, it's just on is, the wrong day. Yeah, this is a great country. Yeah, <laughs> it really, really yeah. is. If you look at like statistically, economically, all that kind of stuff, all the advancement that we've made, the inventions that have come from Australia, the people that we have here that have gone out, you know, our, our exports, so to say. Um, it's an amazing country to be in and why wouldn't we want to celebrate how far we've come? Mm. But, and this is like the big but, we cannot celebrate a day when the people who owned this land, who've been here thousands and thousands of years, even before we stepped foot on on the shores, you know, as a so disenfranchised, right? Tell them to get you know, over. Ex- yeah, right? and that's one of the things. I, that's one of the things what I don't do understand. They're still experiencing it that's, right now. That's one of the things I don't understand because you know something like nine eleven, remembrance, remembrance day, get over all of that. It. You know we have. Don't quite have you, that have you ever like you know if you ever say anything to disrespect like Honestly, remembrance day around a veteran, bro? Even on Anzac Day. You know, stuff like that. It's always seen as, okay, let's remember like these you, people. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then on Australia Day, you expect these other people exactly. to just forget that yeah, it's I a day of mourning for them. Down. I think that's what they tried to do with um, Reconciliation Day, but I don't know how nah, successful nah, that nah, has nah. been. And, um, and, and, you know, in terms of, in terms of you know, because of... And see, see what I don't... And, and again, like you, know, like you said before, I'm going to play devil's devil advocate here. Obviously, no one here is for, you know... Traumatizing and killing mm. and brutalizing mm. people based on who they are, where they, what they look like. My question, though, is, and again, I I cannot speak for an indigenous Australian. Mm-hmm. I would, you know, I can't yeah. do yeah. that. But my question is, will changing the date 
make their lives better. In a way, though, like, like imagine, no, think, think of this, yeah, on a day where you're supposed to be like remembering yeah. these people who lost their lives. Yeah. And da, 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 da. Yeah. Everybody in the country is celebrating. He's having a party, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. A okay. party. All right. So, and that's, you know, again, that, that's that perspective. Like, you know, on a day that morning, we shouldn't be celebrating. Let's all look for a date that, that you know, that everyone agrees on. But my, I've got two issues, right? The first one is this, if this is something that, like, you know, we, we seriously want to fight for, this is something we seriously want to change, why does it only happen, these protests around Australia Day? Why don't we protest it other times of the year and say, mm-hmm. instead of waiting, because, it, like, you know, say Australia Day is the 26th of January, right? Yeah. So we start protesting on the 20th. No, they, they, not, no one's going to make any mm-hmm. rule change yeah. within six days to change all that. Yeah. Let, let it be an effort that happens throughout the year and you keep pushing, you keep pushing eventually to happen. That is one. Two, I've looked at the um, anyway as much as I can. I've looked at you know what I've what I can look at in terms of the history of when Australia was actually invaded. I haven't seen anything that said it happened on the twenty sixth of January. What sources are you reading? Like it's twenty sixth of January, seventeen eighty eight. Seventeen eighty eight. That was yeah. the first settlement. That's not when yeah. the brutalizing started. That's when they moved in, right? But they didn't move in. Like, that's when the f- okay. That's, that's when the, the flag. Fleet, that's yeah. when the yeah. flag was raised. So that's the the day when Australia was like, "Yep, this is ours." We have conquered. And we have people. conquered. So that's the official founding. Look, and for me, like I'm like you know, obviously, if if I was an Indigenous Australian, what, my views would probably. What does your second different. point have to do with the topic, though? Is what no. I'm trying to understand. Sorry? What does your second point have to do with the top with the topic about like 26 of us? Why why, why is that relevant? No, no, because I'm because just trying to we're, we're we're trying to because obviously there's an argument that yeah. you know it's racism that mm-hmm. it's being celebrated on the 26. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. I'm saying. Even forget like specific day, yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, like it seems that the problem is not obviously the problem is not that Australia Day celebrated. The problem is that it's the day day. celebrated. Yeah, right. So my issue is why? Why is there not a targeted effort to protest? Because I'm like I don't have an issue with that. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like it would be better to celebrate Australia Day when the you know, indigenous people of the land are happy with mm. you. Mm. And everyone, like, like, the idea of Australia Day is that everyone is together and one, this yeah. one big happy family. Yeah. So why do we wait until January to start? I think I it's think more do. of a case of the majority. Yeah? You see those people who come out on Australia Day yeah. and protest. Yeah. Those are the people that we're seeing thinking, yeah. okay, now There's they're protesting Australia Day. The, yeah. But there are other people who are constantly fighting this battle yeah. and yeah. obviously they're not getting if listened to. to but, yeah. house, if you go to Parliament House, where in Canberra, I'm not sure if the tent is still there, but I, when I was in the tent primary embassy. school, yeah, yeah there yeah. was like yeah. an indigenous tent that they set up and they're constantly protesting these issues. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, there's organizations, when I was just doing some research on this topic earlier, there's organizations that literally their, their purpose is to change the date. Like, yeah. And they're working throughout the year. It just so happens that it comes to our consciousness. Anger. It gathers um, when it's, yeah. when yeah. we see yeah. it on it's TV. Like, yeah. It's like everything yeah. else. Yeah, every people jump on what's trending. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's, it's accurate to say that, you know, why don't we protest throughout the whole year? There are people who are definitely and that, doing that. I mean, that's that. from a place where I don't, because I don't yeah. see it. Yeah. Yeah. I see it exactly, only in January. Right? Yeah. I only see it. Yeah. In, and obviously, it's not a topic I'm very conscious of, because mm. one, I'm not Australian. Two, I'm not indigenous. So it's not something I really go with my day-to-day mm. thinking. Yeah. That's why I was very conscious when I said, if I was Aboriginal, my mm. views would be probably be very, very, very different. different. Yeah. And it's one of the things of just, you know, keep the same energy. Yeah. When it comes to honouring your soldiers and yeah. your exactly. falling, all that stuff. Definitely. Exactly. You have days for that, but then 
Yeah. You expect other people yeah, to just because I had I I was having a conversation when I back when I lived in Canberra at work with this particular girl and very naive, very ignorant. Was she? Don't, she was, <laughs> don't ask. Don't ask. <laughs> Keep going. Anyways, this was at work, and she was saying that um she doesn't understand why people don't want to celebrate Australia Day. That they should be like they should be you know happy oh. to be in Australia. Oh, that Australia, oh god, you know, it's such a great country. Da, 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 da. No, no, hold up. And I was like, it sums it up basically. Okay. I was gonna pick that up as well. Okay. Like, and I, people that were here before you step It's foot. like. But okay. she was talking about everyone in like black people, oh. everybody. Yeah. Because I was like, me personally, I don't, I don't celebrate Australia Day. Yeah. Who's that? Like, like, yeah. And she, I was, I explained to her, I was like, look, why should like what? What am I supposed to be celebrating? Mm. You're celebrating on a day when other people are mourning. Exactly. One. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> celebrating on a day like me personally, Australia Day for me, mm. as a black person, it's not a fun day. I explained that to her. I'm like, mm. Australia Day. All your racists are out on the streets. All your racists are out. So what exactly am I celebrating? I'm walking down the streets. People are yelling, I should go back to my country. Mm. I'm walking down the street. Someone is yelling some racial slur. I mean, people are you calling me the N-word. Country. Yeah. Hold up a second. Like, everyone's got, island, everyone's got an origin, bro. What am I supposed to, <laughs> like, what am I supposed to celebrate? Find out where yours is and get back as well. You know what well, she said? Scandinavia. She was like, yeah, yeah, obviously, like, you know, there are some shitty people, there are some racist, but it's not, like, it's not everybody. Like, you should still celebrate. And I was like, look, I'm Again, not going to. Again, was she white? Yes, okay. obviously. I thought that was, I, th- I thought that was obvious. <laughs> Caucasian. Sorry. I thought, that, I thought that part was obvious. Yeah. Anyways. I was like, look, there's not, there's literally nothing from celebrate. I don't celebrate Australia Day. She was like, okay, cool, but then why do you guys um take the public holiday? Like, why do you? I'm like, it's a day of work. She's like, yeah, yeah, but wait, if you don't wait, like Australia wait. Day and you don't want come to back, come back, come back, say that again. Why do you take the public she's holiday? Like, say, she's I like, she asked me. I refuse it. I refuse. Oh uh, yeah, uh, I'm uh, See, sorry, boss. Uh, you know, that, you know, Monday, I'm I'm gonna come to work on uh, nine a.m. I'll do my thing till five. I'm gonna work. Yeah, I started this off by saying she's very ignorant, very naive. But that being said, like she was like, yeah. Um, if you don't want to celebrate Australia Day, do, then don't take the day off. That I was like, okay, what am I supposed to <laughs> do? The be the only person in the office. Where's the form? I'm like, one, am I supposed to, am I supposed to be the only person in the office? Exactly. Two, it's a day off. Tell me what the public holiday pays. I'm coming at looking home. In the office. I don't need to, I don't, I don't need to celebrate. Wait, if that option is there and I can get paid double time, hey, why not? I'm, why not? If I was getting paid, I'd be the there. I'm probably sleeping. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, like, to understand, look, personally, genuinely, as you know, even when I was when I was younger, when I was in Nigeria, the independence didn't really mean much to me. Mm. Like, I, exactly. I, like, like exactly. it's never been a big deal. Like, it was only I think it was only last year I even celebrated. Like, you know, on the first of October, mm. we had this Nigerian Day party. Like, it's never really been. Like, I don't sit there on the first of October. And I'm talking in terms of Nigeria and go, oh, like today is the day my country was born. Then, like, I don't think. Bro, I don't even celebrate my birthday, and you want me to yeah. be <laughs> jumping around for Australia? Yeah, I don't. I don't think of it like that. You see, and yeah, it's just it's just one of those things. Like. Again, like, and this is where, like, you know, this idea of superiority and and colonialism is is about celebrate if you want to celebrate. Don't force me to be happy because you're happy. Exactly. Like, just you know, jump around, do what you got to do. Go 120 in the 60 zone if you if you must, because that's how some of them celebrate and they tidy. Yep. Honestly, yep. yeah, it's the noisiest day. <laughs> yeah, and it's like do that if you want to do, but don't don't have a go at me that's for wanting to just sit down and do you. nothing. Like. It is what it is, but 
don't force me to live life your way and then if I don't do it I don't suddenly don't appreciate being in Australia and mm. somehow you are the judge of you know who should be in Australia based on what they believe in and yeah. again that's where sort of racism becomes outright racism yeah. like it's, it's yeah it's one of those things so yeah Australia Day is a day for outright blatant racism subtle racism is all the other days of the day. <laughs> <laughs> let's yeah. just take that one day no, off and show true. ourselves it's, it's, it's basically the purge yeah. man it's true yeah yeah, yeah. And you see yeah. the, the the people with like you know the bald ones with tattoos on their heads, <laughs> the the Southern Cross. Yeah. Oh God! Do you know what I think? I think the problem is, and we, like going back to this point about educating, um, you know, people who who have may not have experienced racism about you know how racism comes about and things that they might be doing that they're unaware of. Um, I think a lot of white people, because historically, um, Caucasian people have been the ones to think that they're bringing knowledge or they're bringing enlightenment to other countries. So Mm. if you look at the history of a lot of um, nations where people of colour are like the indigenous people there, you know, people, uh, um, white people have come thinking, you know, I'm going to bring the word of God and like save your souls. I'm going to bring education. I'm going to bring sanitation because your ways of life are savage, right? They're not, they're not um, modern. They're not what they should be. So to now be told, you know, thousands and thousands of years later that you need to sit back and learn from us mm-hmm. now, the people that you were trying to educate before, I think it's almost like a shock, like innately yeah. to them. It's like, how can I be learning like, psh, I know everything already. It's, not even, it's not even how learning. How can I be it's, told that what I'm doing is wrong okay. from yeah. someone black? You know, when, when I was the one who brought civilization. It's one of those things think. of it's my experience. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. this is one thing that exactly. you cannot know you better never, than me. You, no matter how much you try, you can never you can ever never find yourself in my shoes. In my shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Except see, for a party that, you know, once in a while you get invited to a party where you're the minority there. And even then it's just for two, three hours, you know, and you go back to your normal life. And you don't have to go. <laughs> we have to leave. This is our life. This is yeah. our life. And to be honest, I don't even think we're at that stage of sit back and learn from me. I think we're still at that we're stage. Not, of we're not. We're not. Because people don't, let even, me don't even like, want to come yeah. to the table. Yeah, yeah. Bro. For me, it's just like. Come to the table. I think we're at the stage of just let everyone exist mm. yeah. where they choose to for now. Yeah. Mm. And then learn from who you want to learn from. I don't think we're even anywhere no close to learn from me. Exactly. Just allow me to live the way I want to live. Sure. Don't try to install your own ideas on my ways of life. Yeah. And mm. yeah, so like, look, all in all, I think the country is great. I think there is a lot of positives about <laughs> it. Um, I think the country is great. However, <laughs> he doesn't want his papers to be torn up. Immigration, if you're listening, mom's got that visa application out there, bro. No, like, all give the him com- a citizenship. All the comments and opinions and views that I've expressed on this podcast and mine, they're all Esther's. They are not shared by bias reality. That I work for except for like 90% of, of them. And yeah, exactly. Just for all my employers uh, listening out there. <laughs> Mine and mine alone. Yeah, because I'm telling my work colleagues, yeah, listen to this podcast. <laughs> Next you go. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have a lot of work uh, okay, you might, you <laughs> might tell them not to, to skip this episode. Eh? Trigger <laughs> warning. You might have a warning. If you get offended start of easily, this. please yeah. press skip. Just phone in your pocket. <laughs> No, but honestly, this ah, has cool, been though. this it's has cool, been a cool. great chat. It's been really good. It's something that we've been we've needed to do for a while now. Yeah. But um, to round up, I want I wanted I wanted to go around here, and just have everyone give the like one personal experience of racism, but like the most resounding one, the one that the, the one where you you stopped and you were just like, whoa, Rah, <laughs> is this really <laughs> like, like this is actually a thing? <laughs> Yeah, ah, you see, what? there's there's been a lot of those subtle nonsense, mm-hmm. but I think 
for me, the biggest, this was, and again, I'm just glad that I was at this stage of life I was when that happened. Because if that was to happen now, I don't know how I would react. Um, so I was about 15. This was barely a year in the country. I was about 15. So it was a Sunday morning. I'll never forget that day. I was literally going down to the shops to get some change, you know, to get, give, give in church money for, for collections and whatnot. And Sunday morning, this was probably a bunch of boys who had gone out the night before and had God knows how many drinks they've had to drink. Mm. They were all in like this like massive youth pickup truck. They're driving past me. Like I was walking, I was walking to the shops and they were driving past. And there's about five of them and there's at least three voices who see me like this at the same time all yell out, black dog, black dog, get the fuck out, sort of thing. They yell that. And again, I was 15, and I was just thinking, you know, at that time, obviously, I was, I'm not as, you know, enlightened as I mm. am now. And I was just very confused. Mm. Walking to the shops at 15, thinking, why are they saying, saying that? Why am I being referred to yeah. as a dog? Why am I getting, getting told to get the fuck out? So I did that for about a few seconds, laughed, and just drove away. And then I'm just thinking, like, till this day, I still remember it. I still remember it was Sunday morning, I was walking down to the shops, and, like, it's something I'll never forget, because I was thinking, I... I, I thought that wasn't called for. I didn't do anything to provoke you. I don't even know who you are. You don't know who I am. You've seen that I'm black. I'm excited to call me a black dog and you've driven off. It's strange. But it didn't really affect me in the sense of it didn't make me sad. But it's something I would never forget. Mm. It's just one of those things like if I was white, that was not going to happen. You know, but yeah, that's, that's my, that's been the, for me, that's the one I'll always remember. Because it ha- I was so young. It's, I just, I just, I'll never forget it. That's that was my own like what the hell. So there are actually people like this because that was the first time as well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, especially like when you come from Nigeria. Yeah, <laughs> we, we 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 are fortunate enough. Like living in Nigeria, what is racism? Yeah, yeah. exactly. My neighbor looks like me. The exactly. next one, everybody exactly. looks like yeah. me. Yeah. I, I've never. It, yeah. I don't know. Like I've ne- I never have to experience racism living in Nigeria mm. because yeah, everyone is like you. Yeah. <laughs> we're all the same. And then you come here, and then that first experience, you're just like, "Oh, okay." So actually, now I now I now I actually have to think about it. It's a real thing. Yeah, yeah, Mm. yeah. That's been mine. Esther, I'm just okay. I'm sorry. I'm not being rude. I'm scrolling through my Facebook because I remember writing this post when I was in like ten or eleven. I don't know if you guys remember. We'll give you some time to scroll. Yeah, to find this post when someone. Yeah, I'll come back to me because I want to read it to you. Whatever. Um, I mean. Coming to Australia as well, I think, how old was I? Jeez, 13? 14? I don't know. Um, at a very young age as well, um, there were a lot of... So- Thinking about it now, there were a lot of sort of racism. Mm. Um, even some of them outright that I didn't even pick up. It was just... Uh, I just... I mean, being new and being that fresh in the country, you just thought, oh, that's how these people are. Like, they found it funny, the way you spoke and all that kind of thing. But the one... Um, experience that really stung um and yeah it's one that's that i've held for for a long time i mean i don't care now but um and i don't think uh well let me just say it so it was in a class it was in school Mm -hmm. at this time so um we all had projects so this was like a creative class um woodwork and then electronics back to back um so we had basically the same group in the class was a group of boys and i was happened to be the only black kid in the class and possibly the only minority in the class anyway. So it's a class of about 15, 16 boys. And um, I'd come in probably, 
some minutes after the after our break to come get my project that I've been working on all term and it was partly destroyed. Someone had done something to it. I'm like, wow, what's going on here? Like, what what is this? And then someone puts their hand up to say, oh yeah, it was this person, it was this person and then they move you around mm. and then all of a sudden it became a joke to them and then someone then goes, oh, you're black anyways, go back to your country, like you shouldn't be doing this and stuff, you shouldn't be here and all this stuff. I'm like, what the hell? So I take that I take that to a teacher. <laughs> I take that to the head teacher, right? Um, and he, I told him exactly what's happened. Yeah. You know the response I got? They're right. I was like, well, the head teacher said they're right. The teacher said they're right. Yeah. Based on everything I told him, and I was like, yo, what? Like, I just told you what they done to my stuff. My project's about to be wrecked. And they basically said, oh, yeah, I shouldn't be here anyways. I'm black. I should go back to my country and all this stuff. And the only answer f- you've got for me is they're right. <laughs> so he, wow. from that moment, it was like, look, you're fighting your own battle here, man. Like, no matter how many people can you trust, like, in that in that scene or where you go. So ever since, I've just, nah, that that whole experience, it was, it was a very terrible, I think it was yeah. a two-hour period for me. Um, so saying that, yeah. Going back to what you said before about places having policies in place for you reporting it, did your school not have a policy about racism? <laughs> <laughs> they did. Well, there you go. They did, bro. So they does did. that mean that it wasn't accepted if your head teacher is telling you that, like, it's not even a case of it was, you know, subtle. Yeah. People, someone it, it told was you, them all right, you're bro. black. Right. You shouldn't be can, here. You shouldn't be doing this back to your country. I remember his name, Mr. Connor. And Jesus. they're telling you that they are right. This is someone uh, who has a duty I of mean, care. Yeah, but <laughs> it's a funny story soon now, bro. I don't even know. No, it's crazy I mean, the stuff people like. It's, cra- it's crazy, but hey, look, we've come true. And then trying to today, explain so. this to some um, person that wants to argue with you about racism is just like you will never, like, yeah. you will never understand it. Even if you think like you also get the oh yeah yeah, but I experience racism too. Like just because I'm white, it's like it don't matter whatever you experience on this life, you will never. You never experience it to the level you that we have. The like, shit that we have to experience, like leaving your house every day, knowing that rah, people are looking at you some kind, some type of way. Like, come on, man, that's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, um, my experience. This is one that is a bit more recent than you guys' one, but um, so this was basically myself and a friend. We were hanging out one day, and um, anyone who knows me knows I like to hang out. Like, if I'm like. If I just want like downtime, I just want to chill. I like hanging out like close to lakes, like close to water, because water calms me. Yeah. So, anyways, we're we're hanging out, and we found like this like body of water close to like these apartment buildings. So it's basically like apartment buildings. There's a walkway, and then there's like a, a lake type of thing, and we're just chilling. And there is you know some guy, some Asian guy, walking around trying to find fish in the water, or like you know enjoy yourself, do your thing. We're chilling, anyways. He's doing his thing, whatever. We're just talking, having a conversation. It's not even a case of like, you know, we're loud or anything. We're literally just sitting. Like, literally, if you, if you walk past us, you probably won't even hear what we're saying. And I remember the apartment, like right behind, there were like a bunch of um, older white people walking through. So I saw them walk past. They didn't think anything of it. We're still talking. And then I turn around and I see that they've come back. And this is one thing that I will—I don't think I'll ever forget. But 
they were standing there staring at us and one of them was even pointing and they were talking among themselves but it was the look in their face that I was just like we're just chilling like we have not done anything to anybody we're just chilling but they looked it was like a combination of fear and anger I was I don't know how to explain it it was like we we it's like we we did something to them just by being there and I could see them like talking among themselves which turns out like they were basically trying to figure out who was going to come out and chase us away. And I've then got, I've got, I've got you, there's like, like to that. I'll, I'll there's like four, one, like right four older white men and like two older white women. So one of the women then comes out because the men were like one of the men was actually shaking. Like he, he was like the one that was pointing. I could see his hand shaking. I'm like, I don't know if it's old age or if it's rage. I don't understand what's going on here. But yeah, the woman comes out, yeah. And it was the way she came out. Like she could have just come and been like, right, um, Sorry, guys, like private property. If it is, you guys have to go or whatever. But, but that doesn't even make sense in the yeah. first place, yeah. But anyway, she's coming out and she's just like, um, sorry, this private property, you're going to have to leave. If not, I'm going to call security. I'm going back to the office now. By the time I get there, if you haven't left, I'm calling security. Are we in the US of A? Excuse me, you don't know me from anywhere, <laughs> for starters, one. And secondly, I mentioned that it was a whole bunch of apartment buildings, walkway, and then like, I could, yeah. be, I could be living in any one of those apartment buildings. Mm. So the fuck do you mean... Private property. I'm sorry, do you know everybody that lives here? Unless maybe, by that reaction, there are no black people that live there. For you to just see some random person walk up to them like that. And if she had, like if she had come up on some, oh, guys, private property, sorry, um, you guys probably have to go, or whatever. I would have been like, Psh, chill. Like, you know, it's cool. It's the way she came out. One, after the, like, all the kerfuffle that they were having over there among themselves, she just come out straight on some Leave while I'm calling the cops. You know, yeah. leave while I'm calling security. Leave yeah. like I'm I'm going into the office now. By the time I get there, if you're not going, I'm calling. That's the first thing you said to me. Yeah. How did you respond? Then? And me personally, yeah, in a situation like that, straight away my immediate thinking is, okay, go ahead. Yeah. You get me. Mm. But I've looked at her. I'm about to go. Okay, I leave here. Go, go call who you need to call. And then I've looked at my friend. My friend has looked at me, and we're just like, it's not worth it. Mm. We're just like, nah, let's fuck this shit. Mm. See, and that's like, it's it's too much effort. Yeah, to like exactly. Like literally, like my fr- my first about. reaction is to just go. What the like, don't talk. To, you, you don't know me. Don't talk to me like mm. that. But yeah, I looked at my friend. My friend looked at me, and we're just like, nah, nah it's yeah, screw it. Okay. And we just yeah. we, we just walked away, and we're just like, nah, <laughs> we're not dealing with this today. I actually, while you were talking, I had one similar one that I remember. Um, and this was around late 2014. I was doing this because I'm a support worker at the moment. I was doing a course for it at the time, practical course with Falabi. Shout out to Falabi. Um, we were in the same, we were in the same um, class at the time, and we went for a break. We were doing this in the HK nursing home. So we went for a break. There was another black guy who started the same course at the same time. I think there were about four black guys in, in the course. And we all, you know, obviously as black people, we come together, we study together, we talk together in our breaks or making jokes. We've all gone out to have our meals and come back. On our way back, we're literally walking together, talking, right? And we see this lady approaching us. Normally, we're in the walkway. We'll make way for her to go. Nothing, nothing doing. We all walk back to the room. Turns out this lady is the head of the course. We've never met this lady in our lives, by the way. So we all go back in the room. We sit down. We're about to do our thing. And this lady walks in. And she goes on a 20-minute speech about how is she as an old white lady supposed to feel 
when we walk in with four black guys like that. <laughs> she called us a gang, bro. Wow. She's like, it's like walking into yeah. a gang. We're like, bruh, we've never met you before. We didn't say a word to you. We made way for you to go through. Mm. And you literally come in front of the whole class. And called four black men. I will again. show you guys. The fact that you you like you, uh, you've obviously you experienced it, thought about it, and then uh, decided to come out and speak. And speak about it. You, your in brain whole, didn't at any of that class, point. Bro. Your brain didn't at any point tell and you. She was the uh, head manager of that house, bro. I'm like, wow. We all looked at each other. We're like, bro. I'm shook. <laughs> like, three of us said it. We're like, no, honestly, we're, we're, even if, was this in high school? Nah, I just finished high school at the time. Um. Three of us looked at it and were like, bro, even if we get up for the job here, yeah, I'm not working here. That, that was it for me there. One of us ended up working there for how, a while. I was how like, am I supposed to feel? <laughs> like, like, is it no. our place it to make your you... your mind to think, exactly. oh, together is not a good idea. It's like, oh, when you go on your break, you should, you know, you should be mindful of the so, people around no, you. Hold that, up a second. How are we supposed I to... Hold up a second. Hold up a second. Hold up a second. As for a your black feelings. man. As a black man. I'm not supposed to walk with my friends. I'm not supposed to chill with my friends. I don't get it. Because some random white lady feels uncomfortable that I'm with my friends. <laughs> but if it was a group of white, white people, it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. No one else got told anything like that that day. You Especially know? in like a work environment where you know that there are people of different backgrounds doing this shit. Obviously, they're going to be... T- what? And, and in situations like this that end up making people paranoid... Because, like, imagine, you know, something like, you know, you're giving that story and they're like, there are people who's probably ex- experienced this like six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. Mm. And then later in life, the, you, you found them being one of those people who even when there's nothing racist happening because of how much they've experienced, mm, yeah. they, just, they, they, they just expect, they just expect that, that yeah, you know, for everyone sure, who's for looking sure. at them yeah. is And they start at, yeah. seeing like, you and know, everything all these becomes a problem. You're editing the way you live because... Because of how people feel. Yeah, how you think, what you expect is going to yeah. be the yeah, right. Yeah, because like, there are people like that now who every little situation, they go, oh, that's racist. Mm. But sometimes that comes from just a play, place of wanting to play the victim. Yeah. Sometimes that place comes from a place of being exposed to it so many times, I don't even know what the difference is anymore. Mm. You just feel as though if someone white does something to me, it's racist. Mm. And it's situations like that that lead to such yep. paranoid behaviors. And then you get blamed for yeah. playing the race card. Again, it goes back to what Esther said, gaslighting, man. Yeah. They make you feel like you're the one that's, you're crazy for thinking for thinking that, that way. Yeah. Being racist. Like, come on. Can I read so, you? So I just, yeah. oh, she found I'll tell you my story. Oh. I scrolled into the archives of my Facebook It looks Facebook really long. Oh, timeline. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was a real social justice. I mean, I still am, but you know, I was SJW. a big She was SJW. a... Wait, what year was this? 2014. Oh, yeah, Jesus I was Christ. Writing, she I was, was writing, writing essays, essays on my Facebook feed. And yeah. Anyway, I might go back to that. So I'll just read it to you. And this was in 2014. So I was in year 11. Year 12. Nah, year 11. I gra- 12, oh, yeah. You graduated wow. in 2014. Right. From- yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in year 12. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, let me read. So, for the second time in my high school life, today I was called the derogatory term nigger on the way home from school. Two teenagers decided to start throwing rappers on the train in my direction. Upon staring them down, one of the boys said, What nigger? As if, questioning, as if my questioning of his actions was wrong. I cannot describe to you how fast the blood and adrenaline ran through my body. I replied, it's a shame that you're still living in the 19th century. You think that term is still acceptable in society? 
The rest of the train trip, I can assure you, was very tense. I still cannot believe that there are people living in our day and age who find it appropriate to use the term nigger as an insult to people of colour. I, I honestly wanted to cry, and not for myself, because I've built a defence system against racist, racist individuals, but for the two teenagers who clearly haven't been brought up to view all human beings on an equal slate. It disgusts me. Hashtag Darwinism in practice. Hashtag educate your kids. Yeah, this was my uh, 17-year-old self writing in 2014. And this is the one the one time, like I said, I think a little bit earlier on in the podcast, I don't, um, I've been really privileged in Australia to not have experienced, um, you know, overt racism mm. there's definitely been subtle racism but this is definitely one of the instances that i think about and like i this was beautifully written okay so props to my 17 year old self but like it's still all that advancing yeah this it, it really described and i'm so glad that i wrote it <laughs> down because it really describes world. the feeling right because it's when when overt racism happens like yeah. that you're paralyzed because yeah. i can literally remember i was literally like stopped because i was walking through the you know those old trains that you have to open the door and walk mm. through the, the carriage um connection connection bridge or whatever and i was walking through and they like called me the n-word and i froze and i was like what world am i living in like is this did i just hear mm. what i just heard and then, you know, being the type of person that I am, I don't usually shut up when I see something wrong. So I literally turned to them. But the fear of, you know, whether they're going to punch me, these kids were vagrants, mm. man. When they say, you know, um, hoodlums, this is exactly what these kids were. Um, and they were throwing, throwing rubbish at me and called me the N-word. And I stopped and wanted to say something to them. But the blood rushing through my veins, mm. I was like, you know, it's like this fight or flight yeah. mode. And mm. a white person will never, ever experience and, yep. that. And that's something mm-hmm. every mind, one of us in this room would have experienced. Literally, the adrenaline once. is running through you <laughs> because you're like, should I leave? Should I say something? Mm. Should I, you know, confront them? Should I report them to the police? Like, what do I do in this situation? And it's yeah. all in the space of five seconds before I decided to say what I said later on to them. Um... But I think that really encapsulates the experience that, that a lot of people have, you know. Yeah. And like I was saying, there's this burden that we carry of, you know, do we say something? Do we speak up? And in those that three seconds of where you're making that decision, because it is three, like less than three seconds, yep. it's microseconds, the blood is running. Like there's a physical no. response to like, it. There's it's a such f- a shit feeling. Physical, well. exactly. Your heart sinks and your body is heavy because like, what do I, like how yeah, do I react like, to that? That brings us to the whole thing of reaction again. Because yeah. again, a lot of times you find that they try to bait you you know yeah. it's like if you yeah. react now you are the exactly. aggressive black person exactly. that they're p- p- calling you out to be and then you're the one who's going to get in trouble for reacting if you don't react they keep going and you, it's one of those things where like you know you're just thinking to, like what do you do in the that moment war, exactly. because I've had the, I've had similar experience the adrenaline bro I just remembered I just read that I was similar like experience. your blood this, is hot bro like, this, <laughs> this happened in Canberra mm. and I remember like not too long ago a white person trying to tell me that of everywhere in Australia like Canberra does not like you know there's not no racism in, in Canberra like Canberra is an experience I'm like I lived in Canberra for just under four years and the amount of racism I saw in that <laughs> little the parliament place, house <laughs> it's no it's crazy wow. like this like the situation you just oh, um, mentioned the same thing happened to me at Kingston mm. I was with two friends um, a Filipino and a white girl so no so there were three of us actually a Filipino guy a white girl and a uh, um, was he Chinese? Another Asian guy. I can't remember where he's from. Anyways, we're walking, and there was there was there were a group of guys, and one of them said something. I didn't hear what he said. Mm. 
So I turned around, just looked at him, because I didn't, I didn't hear what he said. So mm-hmm. I, I thought he was going to repeat it, so I can hear what he said, but he didn't, he didn't repeat it. Mm-hmm. So I turned away, kept walking. On our way back now, we've had dinner. We're walking back. This same guy, like he, he, was, he was laughing the first time, but again, like I said, I don't know what he said. On the way back now, I see the same group of guys. This guy starts yelling KKK. Dead, bro. What? Mm. I'm like... Do you want to be nah. shot? Just, I'm like, and that was that exact moment, Dude, like what, like what, what you just described. Because I just stopped. I was like, what, what the f-? Like this did not happen. Literally, what I'm like, the no, hell no, just this happened? like this literally did not just happen. It's and this like disbelief. It's one guy in a group of friends. Mm, wow. So obviously he's thinking, I'm safe around my friends. Yeah. But I'm like, nah, nah, nah. So catch, I have catch stopped. These hands. Mm-hmm. Catch these Turned hands, around, mm-hmm. looked at this guy. His friends have just moved. And always a big guy, you know. So when you his see friends, that kind of his friends literally you. just moved to the side and continued their conversation. They're gonna die today. Like, here you own, bro. They just continued their conversation like he didn't. He wasn't even there. Mm. Now he's looked at me. And obviously, he knows. Yeah, I'm on my own. Like, One I'm on my own. You will die by force. Lucky for him, like the the white girl I was with. She was the one that she, she, she pulled me. She was like, look, it's Don't not worth it. Let's, like, it, let's just keep walking. It worth it's worth it. Worth it. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like You don't know me from anywhere. I haven't done anything to you. Yeah. To restrain I'm with you. I'm with you. I'll smack you. I'm with a group of people. You're with a group of people. Like, what did I do to you? KKK. It's, it's annoying Jeez. when you're with a girl in, like, in a potentially violent situation, man, because it's a double whammy. You know, because no, like, in most cases, girls are not advocates for violence. And, mm. You know, you 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 find yourself in this situation. You haven't met the right girls. <laughs> <laughs> you find yourself in this situation, and obviously, in, in, like in, the, in mo- a girl that cares for you will not want you to get in the fight, mm. right? So, like you know, they'll they'll try to stop you, and then like you know, you, you then like you know, do I you know disregard my girl and show you know how tough I am and whip these guys out? So do I go there, get my ass kicked, and then look stupid in front of my girl? I don't know. <laughs> we'll fight, fight them together. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah, nah, like it's it's yeah, it's definitely like something like in a situation like that. Like yeah. I don't know how I'd react. Yeah, for sure. Because it's just it's, like it's tough. And, it's, and it's little things like that, like, like that could escalate. Like it could be someone. Who you don't know where who exactly. they are. You don't yeah. know what exactly. mentality they've got. You don't exactly. know what they yeah. have on them. They so could literally just pull out a knife and just shoot you. Is it going to be verbal insults, or are they going to, you know, are you going to catch the hands? Like, exactly. <laughs> 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 what am I in for? You don't know what yeah, people it's are willing those to things, do. Like, yeah, it's it's crazy, yeah, it's but really like you have to and you have to weigh it up, and you just yeah. that's why you have is to, like, it worth it? Every yeah. time we're asking that question, is it yeah. worth it? But yeah. how often do we, do we have exactly. to keep asking, is yeah. it worth it? Yeah. yeah, just leave us alone. Mm. Just yeah, no, that's be, what I'm saying. Let it's everyone like, be, bro. It's not about it's not about even making people learn. teaching anyone yeah. or learning. It's not about just let everyone exist the way they choose to exist. Don't infringe someone's ability to exist because you think you're better than them. Like it's yeah, that's a lot of people need to be humbled, man. God, God will humble you by force. Amen. <laughs> yeah. How oh. can like how can someone and and like I said before, it, it scares me that you know a lot of the times we say I can't wait for the next generation to take over, like oh, the leadership man. and all that kind of stuff. But well, there are learn, people our age, there yeah, are people our worse age than younger who parents who think like that because yeah. they're learning they're really, from their parents, from their and parents, that's what yeah. freaks me out that like. People haven't come to the, you know, wide real, the realization that what their their way of thinking is incorrect and is wrong, even and they're passing those things on to their children. The thing is, like, even a lot of these people, they know it's incorrect. They just don't care. That's mm. true. Like we live yeah, in a world true. where 
almost every other week there's something about some massive brand or something mm. that's done something racist. Because why? I don't, it's not like, look, it's not like this thing didn't go through a whole bunch of people to get approved before the whole world saw it and immediately picked up on this thing that apparently your whole company could not pick up on before it got approved. Mm. No, no, no. They know, but at the same yeah. time they know we're going to get their attention if we do this. Yeah. Now there's going to be a reaction. Re- regardless, anyway, we are yeah. going to be trending. So yeah. let's use this. Imagine yeah. like trying to use a people for your like. Come on, yeah, man. yeah. It's yeah. one of those things. Like, like in you know, the example, the, the story you just shared. Like that. Obviously, he knew going in saying KKK was going to get some sort exactly. of reaction. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> and even, yeah, I was just going news. Was it yesterday or so? The in America, so the school where they were talking about racism and stuff about their kids, right? A Mexican man stands up to he's kids already graduated he was talking mm. about his kids experience about how you know he'll go to his kids bedroom at night and his kids crying literally a white guy at the back yells out why didn't you stay in mexico and when everyone is trying to get at this guy he's still defending himself bruv i was like yo like that's what how- does that even have to do with him I don't, that, that's what I'm still trying to figure out. If, go watch the video. It's all on. It's all on YouTube. It's been in the last two days or so. The man actually stand up to say, "Oh, I go to my kid's room and he's crying at night," and you just hear, "Why didn't you say? Why didn't you stay in Mexico?" I'm like, "What? How does that relate?" Like, why didn't you stay in England before your people came over and tried to start a new revolution? I don't get it, man. So stay? people, are not, people just are ignorant and not gonna learn. I don't. I don't know. But what can you do? And with that being said, we are going to wrap up this conversation. Thanks a lot, guys, for coming. It's been a great conversation. Um, a lot of this is stuff that, you know, is not talked about enough. Even though, like, on a day-to-day, on a personal basis, we stay talking about this stuff and no one listens to us. But, honestly, <laughs> it's been a great chat. Hopefully, people, like, actually, you know, take a lot from this and actually, you know, mm. finally start to understand. Look... Personal learning, people. We're still understand your privilege. We're still gonna keep like you know having to talk about this for a minute, but you know someone has to, I guess. Um, that being said, guys, um, next week we will be talking about white privilege. Uh-oh. So, oh. So uh, <laughs> you, you guys stay tuned. Uh, we'll try to. So it'll be a surprise. I'm excited. <laughs> Imagine I'm talking excited. white privilege with all black people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But you know, so next week's topic is white privilege. That is going to be a very interesting discussion because, look, like Esther said not too long ago, people need to understand their privilege. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Thanks, guys, for coming once again. Thanks for jumping on the pod. Thanks for coming. It's always, you know, great talking to you guys. I'm my agent for my feet. Um, Mm, Yeah, that's already been sorted. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) This guy only bought, when did you buy a porto? Nando's. Her, Nando's. You know, Nando's. 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 <laughs> That's what you asked for. Uh, I've been Anyways, for that, but moving on to. Uh, just wrapping up, man. Thanks, guys, once again for coming. Um, if you just want to shout out your socials very quickly. And tell us about your business as oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you can follow me on Instagram. Um, it's Esther Adianka. So E S T H E R A D E Y I N K A. What's the little dash? Underscore. Underscore. Yeah, find me there. Um, my business, like I said before, is Shady by EA. Um, hopefully, we'll be launching before the end of this year. But basically, it's a line of um, intimate, so underwear slash lingerie for Ooh. women that um, comes in a range of nude, five shades of nude, rather. What's that sound, um, right? Yeah. So. She's basically the Fenty of underwear. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
yeah, so follow our journey. For those of you that like You already got a customer, bro. Who's <laughs> <laughs> just looking like, when, when does Get this start? Get girls on there. So follow me um, as we begin the journey. To and your watch. business got an Instagram page? Yeah, Shady by EA. S-H-A-D-I-E-B-Y-E-A. Give us a follow. Nice. All right. Mr. Prom Dog. Doggy. That's it. Doggy. <laughs> that is what it is. I am on the scope. <laughs> just yeah, just for more contro- controversial views, just hop on my page. I am underscore prom dog. Immigration. <laughs> oh, you have controversial views? Of course, of course. I, I like to push the buttons. Um but no yeah. argue with so you for five advocate. years. Yeah. At least once a week in my story there's something that makes people go. Wow, interesting. Yeah. But yeah, just you know. I, th- I think this month is going to cover a lot of very important topics that we need to mm. be more openly, like topics that we need to openly discuss. And I think I think this is the start of something very educational this for a lot of people. This could be the start of something new. Hey. Oh. Go back to high school. Sorry. <laughs> I thought I was going somewhere, but I thought I was going somewhere, but I didn't okay. Interrupt for too um, long. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's you. it. So if you follow him. You'll find all the information on our Instagram page in the ways once the post goes up. This is the Bias Reality Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Bias Reality underscore. Check out our website as well, biasreality.com. And for my the host socials, you can find that on our page on our website on our Instagram page or in the description of this feel free to follow us biasreality underscore as well on Twitter um, so Twitter Instagram or biasreality.com you'll find a lot of information on there with that being said man we're just going to wrap it up thank you guys once again for coming thank no everyone problem. for listening um, and we'll see you next week stay blessed y'all thank you bye bye